What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Music Corner Rosa 808s. I'm Nate. It's your boy Trent. Hello there. And today we are joined by uh, a fellow friend of Sebastian and Trent, and uh, I'm just getting to know him here now too. Uh, Dylan Drastic. Say hello, Dylan. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's good to have you on here. Uh, so, Dylan, starting off right away, uh, tell us about your project. Uh, what genre you are, what you play, etc. Uh, yeah, I just released an album called Dreams Are Scattered Across the Sea. Uh, it's kind of like alternative rock, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's entirely self-produced, and I do like all the instruments and stuff on it. I was going to say, like, uh, oh, wait, you do all the instruments? Yeah. Very impressive. I, I dig that a lot. Because I was going to say, like, I, could t- I was going to say... Um, you could totally tell it's an alternative album. I actually took a listen to it uh, just earlier, like flipped through the the catalog of that, and uh, I was gonna say like, were you? It seemed like it was very like indie alternative, maybe like little '90s and classic rock kind of thing going on there. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. It was just whatever came out of my brain, and I kind of just went with it, you know. That's fair. That's fair. I dig it. Uh, when did you start to? When did you decide to start writing music then? Uh, I wrote this in like, would it be October 2019? But I've been like writing and just like making music for, oh man, many years now. Most of it's absolute garbage, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) this is like the first thing that I've, uh, I was so happy with. I decided, you know, why not put it on Spotify? I usually, what I usually do uh, for Christmas, I'll like, uh give cds of like any music i've made to like family but you know who uses cds anymore so i mean unfortunately spotify (laughs) right well yeah it's any way that you can get it out there it's perfect you know at least you're getting your music out there um so you described them before then too that like you had uh, worked on other projects in the past or any like sort of music were there any specific ones that like stuck out that you would consider i don't know like maybe successful or like a lesson or what have you oh man uh (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i'm sorry i'm I'm thinking back to like the times that we just shit on everything in your basement (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah oh man there's just been a lot of just like you know bands that haven't really gone anywhere like uh with my cousin with uh trent and adam vince (laughs) (laughs) like we knew it wasn't gonna go anywhere when we wanted to play a cover of uh was it don't fear the reaper and adam put the cowbell in his pants and we're like (laughs) we're done here (laughs) that's amazing though i love that (laughs) yeah although you know what we did get through an entire cover of what is it ghost division i think yeah that only took us what five hours yeah (laughs) Because I couldn't get the drum part. <laughs> I was gonna there say, was, oh no, continue. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying there was a lot of problems with getting Ghost Division. <laughs> oh man, I was I give gonna, Adam credit. He knows how to play the keyboard. He does. I was gonna say too, like uh, Trent, you brought up uh, "Don't Fear the Reaper" because I was gonna not to like get on like your influences yet. We'll get to that a little bit later here, but like I did notice at least to me, that this album, I don't remember what song specifically, but I was getting, like, Blue Oyster Cult vibes, you know, from a couple of it, at least in the instrumentals. Was that, like, oh, what you were kind of going for? 
I have, like, I don't really know too much by the Blue Oyster Cult. It wasn't something I was thinking about when I was recording it. Right. But I could, I could see that. Uh, it was mainly because of Don't Fear the about. Reaper. Like, it, it reminded me, like, a riff out of that. I was like, oh, okay. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. But yeah, good shit. Um, all right. So I'm going to let Trent here take away uh, some of these questions then, too. <laughs> I think he walked away. Did he just walk away? Yeah. <laughs> Homie went AFK. Homie um, went AFK. Sebastian, go ahead, then. You can yeah, I can, I can start. <laughs> so uh, speaking of which... Uh, do you have any like notable like former bands or former projects that you have formed? I, I, I know you did I talk asked about that. Question, that. I already asked. Oh, that okay, but that was my bad. <laughs> You're good. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so other than that, um, so is there any like notable lyrical content from this album that like really like boosted your like creative like potential and like really got you like going? Like, is there any, uh, you know, notable, like, uh, events that maybe, like, inspired the album? Or is there anything, like, you know, personal? Or is it all just, you know? Uh, yeah. Some some of the inspiration that came uh, to writing the album, I've, uh, I've noticed a lot, especially talking with, like, friends, that <laughs> I have terrible memory. And, like, I've noticed that I can't really remember too much, like... When I was younger, like uh, one example would be like my uh, grandma on my uh, my dad's side. Uh, according to my mom, I, I barely remember her, but according to my mom, she was like everything a grandma should be, and it's just like I can't remember that anymore. So that kind of uh, played into and worked its way into the album, and then. A lot of it uh, also comes from just like everything associated with like moving on to the next stage of life after high school, you know, going to college and stuff like that. Yeah, I I definitely relate with that a lot. I um, you know, I have horrible memory too. I always have. I don't know if if it's because like you know I always think about a lot at once and all that kind of stuff, or I just like always have just like a lot going in my head you know constantly so i uh I, I completely get that you know and having those kind of thoughts especially like you know the transitionary period because we all graduated at the same time like i completely understand that you know i've gone a couple different routes and it's been like pretty interesting because you know the stage of life is beginning and just like also just like there's parts that are ending too that uh, i was just very accustomed to for a long time you know yeah yeah um, honestly i want to say really quick i think the memory loss thing is just our generation because we all experience it everybody that i've talked to is like yeah, i don't remember this i don't remember this i'm like what happened talk, talk to vince man talk to vince because he's always like hey remember that time in fifth grade i'm like no <laughs> bro can he inject me with like memory juice or some stuff because like dude like the biggest trips that i ever went on don't remember them the first time i went to paris island in like fifth grade i don't remember it i went to kennywood when I had pneumonia, I don't remember it, but I had pneumonia, so I was asleep for a lot of that. Uh, but yeah, all the all these big trips, like th three years ago or four years ago, now we went to Ocean City. I don't remember most of it. Like, that's, that's four years ago. It's kind of it's kind of <laughs> recent. I get it. Yeah, I'm like it's, it's just gone. My sister, though, you know, was she like six something years older than I am? 
Like she remembers everything to the T, like from when she was like three to now. She's like, yeah, I remember going here, doing this, doing that. There, I'm like, what? The f- Where Sharon. was I? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? But no, yeah, they, they. I'm looking here now. Is talking about like memory and stuff. Um, I'm looking at the album, which I did listen. I listened to it a few times because I actually found it pretty good. I thank you. I, yeah, I listened to it straight through once, and then I shuffled it like two or three times just because you know I get a different view of it. Mm-hmm. But Lost at Sea, definitely, like, I can see that now that you're talking about, like, moving on college is, like, it, you definitely are lost uh, in that aspect, so. Yeah. It's whack. <laughs> uh, you can continue on, Sebastian. Okay. Uh, no worries. Um, yeah, I was going to say, like, so speaking of the album and everything like that, do you have any uh, possible dates or any kind of of uh plans for live performances you know tours and any anything of the anything of the same chain post covid of course yeah post covid of course <laughs> whenever concerts start becoming a thing again <laughs> right yeah uh as of right now i don't have any uh like plans to tour i don't know a lot of the uh like the music requires like if i wanted to perform it live i'd like to do it like write you know and that would require like i can just do that by myself but i don't know maybe someday but as of right now no not really just gonna continue working on other stuff here in my dorm i was gonna say keeping it like a like a studio only band for now yeah that's the uh that's the intention cool i dig it um then let's have here uh Trent, you can ask the next couple questions unless he's away again. If he is, then uh, Smash, I can like have you go. I'm muted. My bad. I uh, keep forgetting uh, that I'm muted. Oh, okay, okay. You're good. You're good. You hate to see it. Yeah, I just my house is so old and creaky. Every little movement from the dogs, you can just hear it. <laughs> so I'm like, I I just keep myself. I learned well with this new mic that I have. I learned to just keep myself muted. That's fair. um, yeah. All right, moving on then. Um, let's see. Yeah. Um, let's see. So when uh, let's take it back a little bit. You said you said, you, said uh, you first started writing this in like what, twenty nineteen October. Yeah, October twenty nineteen. Okay. Well, so it, it took you a long time to get this out. Um, was it just like trying to get it all together and um, make sure everything was right? Or uh, yeah, it was more of um, you know, it took probably. Uh, two to three months of like writing for it to be for me to feel like it was actually finished and then uh, then I decided to like actually record it so I, I don't know I don't really remember the reason why I just decided to to write it but you know I did uh, and then when I decided to record it that took a while because when I uh, when you know COVID and stuff started kicking in and uh, we ne- we went into like completely online for a couple of months. That was like interfering with my free time and stuff. Um, but eventually, it slowly got in, uh, got it. You know, the ball rolling on recording, and then like through the summer was just like recording different stuff, just trying to get the things that I want it to be uh, like recorded. And then yeah, just and then 
And sometimes I'd get bored and have to work on something else, so I like keep my passion for it. But uh, I think the majority of it was just uh, recording while dealing with this, you know, global pandemic situation. That's understandable. Uh, I mean, I've, obviously it's it's so hard. Like I remember we were talking to Jordan. Uh, a few episodes ago and he was talking about like for him how was the struggle with recording as well because he was he had like what I think he's or I, I don't think we got it on recording but I think it was like before we were talking or something he's talking about he had like uh, like planned studio dates and like those had to be like pushed back mm-hmm. because of because of stuff but I mean it, it, it happens as long as you know when it came out you liked it and everything is good like that and I mean it doesn't matter how long it takes and look at tool yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's whatever and like you know me and sebastian being good friends with dylan i had no idea he was working on this really had no idea until what you posted on your snapchat and i was like dude what the fuck is this <laughs> did you kind of like, like did you keep quiet did you keep quiet for a bit uh yeah i released it like as continuing my tradition of like giving out music to like my family as a present or something i kept it quiet until uh christmas and then um oh man like a couple of days after i was like okay this might actually be kind of good i'll i'll post it on my snapchat story for like shits and giggles <laughs> and then i was like yo interview let's go <laughs> do, do, yeah. make music, bro. Yeah. i love that i mean I, I when it when it's somebody that i know uh, like like we know Jordan and we've had him on twice. Um, I have no issues being hey, I I've listened to it. I know I'm gonna like it because I know your style of playing. Because I mean we've been friends for a long time, so that's it's not an issue that I have. But like some people ask me, I remember there's like two people that may have asked me or something. They're like, hey, can I be on your podcast? I'm like, for for what? What do you, what do you do? Like I <laughs> I just want to be on a podcast. I'm like, what? Well, this is a music podcast. You gotta like have something to talk about like i know the a you don't play an instrument and b you know nothing about music so i i listen to creed so i should be on the podcast Let me okay we're there. not talking about creed right now <laughs> can we play that clip of you and me singing creed on one of the episodes yeah that was amazing yeah yeah gotta love it it's yeah for i obviously know like well back then i knew because we all listen to the same music pretty much but currently uh new influences on your taste because it hasn't been it's been a while since we've sat down and talked so i don't know yes. what you've been listening to to get you through college and stuff like that so any any new influences or influences for this album uh influences for this album uh would definitely be you know i've listened to pink floyd probably oh man throughout high school it was just like all pink floyd I was. I knew that one. Yeah, I did too. I was yeah. gonna say one of the songs or a couple of the songs gave me uh you know the album Metal by Pink Floyd. It gave me like those kind of vibes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, that definitely bled into the uh, album. And then I started uh, getting into the Gorillas. Uh, my uh like when I entered into college, I think there's some Gorillas influence on the album too. And then. <laughs> I started listening to just 
Radiohead. That's it. Holy oh, shit, dude. I'm not even kidding. In my notes, I literally put, you sound similar to Pink Floyd, Blue Oyster Cult, and Radiohead. Like, in that exact order. <laughs> You're one off. Oh, my God. Uh, literally. <laughs> literally. In that order. I'm like, I know this shit. I already know this guy. <laughs> I'd love to see it. Yeah, pretty much since, like, September to even, like, now I'm starting to get out of Radiohead a little bit, but that's, like, that's all it was, just Radiohead over and over and over and over. Because that's how I, I like listening to, like, artists just, like, I just binge them one at a time, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I did that. Yeah. When I first got Spotify, I actually did that. When one of the bands I did was Radiohead for, like, I would just pick a band that, like, I really wanted to listen to for a while and just binge their entire discography and with radiohead though it's very interesting because like you get like this alternative 90s like you know rock sound and then three albums later it's fucking kid a and you're like what is going on <laughs> you know I've never yeah listened to radiohead oh dude what it's it's a trip it's a good trip on a kid, kid Sorry, a. I mean, okay i just want to say the last three months i've listened to nothing but igor by tyler <laughs> and Ten Thousand days by tool yeah dylan for your information i remember i posted a uh, igor on my story the one day the week of christmas i listened to igor at least 13 times <laughs> jeez oh man I, I had a moment you know Huge i think vibe a boy is a gun came on in the car on the beginning of that week when i was driving picking stuff up for christmas and i was like oh Oh, I forgot how good this was. God, it's a good album. So I just started fucking listening to it like every day. Set up for Christmas. I listened to it like three times in one day. It's like, fuck it. But then uh, since I'm in school now, um, in the background, I have 10,000 Days playing uh, because that's just a nice album that I can put on the background because I know the album. So I can put it on in the background and just have it playing while I'm sitting there writing code. It's nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I've never listened to Radiohood. I I know I should, and it's it's funny because like where we come from, like in our friend group, I I know a lot of people know Radiohead, uh, from like our old friend Grace. Like I don't know if Vince ever did listen. He probably did. Um, probably like their like you know creep. Yeah, song. I was gonna say. Well, creep, I know probably. creep. I I know. Creep. Oh God, that's it. It's an okay song. It's a good song. I don't but really it's, like it. it's like you know. It's overplayed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And if you only and if you only know Radiohead by that song, like you're missing out. Like you're genuinely missing out. Yeah. No. I was gonna say no, but really, (laughs) really, like listen to some of their stuff, like OK Computer and like uh, Kid A. Mwah. Great shit. Oh yeah. Same with In Rainbows. I actually fuck with In Rainbows a bit too. Oh yeah. Like literally, every every album past the bends, at least for me, is like ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. And, like, they always change it up, I feel like, too, with every album, or at least, like, you know, some sort of different variation than the last. Yeah. Yeah, they have a, a vast array of sounds. It keeps it interesting. Mm-hmm. Hopefully a new album soon from them. I, I'd be pretty pretty happy about that. I know Tom does, like, a lot of solo stuff, too, from what I've heard. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been listening to Tom York's solo stuff a lot, too. It's really good. I haven't indulged in it much, but how, I was going to say, like, is there any particular one that uh, you found better? Or the best one? Oh man, um, my personal favorite is Tomorrow's Modern Boxes, but Anima, the one, the newest one. I think it came out in 2019. That one's probably, oh, that one's really close to. Ah, oh, it's so good. I have to listen to it. Hey, I definitely hey, want to listen to solo. Yeah. 
since you're, I've just found out by listening to this podcast that you've watched every Twilight movie, apparently. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, when did I say that? <laughs> I, um, I don't remember what episode it was. What? I, I, the... I didn't really, I was like, you know what, I'm just, I gotta listen to this podcast. I've been meaning to for a while now. So I just picked, put one down. I come to find out, Trent, you love Twilight, but Tom Tom York did a uh, a song for Twilight, and you know what? Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Hold on, not gonna lie. <laughs> that was so okay. Honestly, <laughs> one thing I can give the Twilight movies is that they their have soundtrack, the soundtrack, yeah. yeah, dude, Muse. That's where I first got into Muse was Twilight. Even Green Day oh, made a great ass song on Paramore did too. Like a part had a song. Uh, yeah, holy wow. shit, man. Twilight was just like, let's spend all the movie on the sound, or all the budget on the soundtrack. Right. Like, Fuck it, just <laughs> buy the soundtrack on vinyl, dude. Who cares? It slaps. Oh, man. Wait, 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 Trent, what are you looking up, though? Oh, he did hearing damage? Yeah. Oh! Oh, I see what he's looking up, I gotcha. It's from the, it's from the garbage movie, but it's fine. It's from New Moon. <laughs> New Moon's the worst one. Everybody knows that. Oh my gosh. Love it. No, well, not everybody. I know that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mother and a sister. Love Twilight. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. Uh, moving on here, then, to the, these next couple questions here. Uh, do you have any other, like, uh, music stories? And I know you were touching a little bit on them earlier uh, with, like, former bands and all, but is there any other one that, like, comes to mind for you? Uh, yeah, so, like, I haven't played in a lot of shows, but my brother, uh, has, when he was, uh, in a band, The Outer Waves, which, oh, man, they were, they were so good, man. Uh, Did they, they break had up? A lot of, yeah, pretty much. It, they kind of just, like, parted ways. Um, cause Jeremy has been, like, going to Tri-C for, like, sound recording, stuff like that. I'm not sure what the other members are doing, but yeah, it's kind of a shame. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he had good but... stage presence from what I've seen too, especially when he like he hung himself on like you know the beam, <laughs> the beams or whatever. I remember you showing me videos of that. Don't you like, dude? I was at my brother's show last night. Look at this shit. <laughs> what yeah. the hell is going on? But I think the most memorable. So uh, when my mom got married, uh, she had a reception at the House of Blues. And uh, she had my brother, brother and his band like play on the stage and everything, and uh, they actually brought in like me as playing. Uh, uh, oh man, this bongos for sympathy for the devil, and then uh, oh man, uh, stand up bass for Cashmere. He had like a little orchestra there and then <laughs> even though like you know i barely performed at all at the house of blues it was just for a writing reception i signed my name in that hallway you know oh right, all right. those yeah. <laughs> are you serious <laughs> yeah it's somewhere <laughs> yeah it was they have like a bunch of like stickers and stuff and signed names in the hallway yeah oh, les man. paul signed his name i thought down there yeah. somewhere. I'll have to find your name the next time that opens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like there, yeah. I'm going to write that it's... down. Send you a picture. Be like, yeah. Hey! Jill, we Look followed you. 
look for the idiot who spelled his first name in all caps and his last name like just like regular you know first letter capitalized and then i was like after i wrote that in permanent mark i'm like the fuck is wrong (laughs) (laughs) oh man i love that though that's so good that's incredible um so yeah a couple other things here one of them is about uh going back to your music and all like this is your debut album here and everything and uh based on how alternative it already was do you have any idea of what you would like to do for future projects would you like to like stay consistent with what you already have in this alternative rock realm or maybe even expanding your sound too to like something more i don't know like what i could see is like maybe like you know synth stuff like a lot more of like the synthier stuff i don't know if that's a plan of yours but that's that's actually exactly what I've been working on uh, dude I, I just know this guy I'm just <laughs> telling you I know the in and outs here right now <laughs> yeah definitely more electronic more synthier for sure um, the most recent thing I've been working on kind of has an alternative sound to it but I think on my next project it's definitely going to be a lot more electronic more synths all that hopefully better mixing now that I kind of know what I'm doing better vocals too i was gonna say but i mean with like shoegaze even like that genre i mean like you can like make it sound so distorted and it'll still sound pretty like you know interesting you know yeah yeah it works it's i mean that's like the whole thing of the genre so i just love that like i i had a feeling like that would have to have been a direction you had gone with considering like you had like little bits throughout the album of like some sort of like synth or like you know distortion i was like oh it's happening I'm oh, I'm yeah. <laughs> looking out for this. Gotta love it. Um, yeah, did you guys uh, have any other questions for Dylan here? Or if not, uh, Dylan, did you have any other remarks you'd like to make? Oh, man. Uh... I have a question. Go for it. Uh, when all this is over, are we getting together and jamming out? <laughs> oh, of course. There's... Oh, the, the only thing is, like, so... You know, you know, Trent, how my basement was set up. It had like that drum set. Oh, drum set, all the, the pedal board, all that stuff. Yeah, you said it's all. Yeah, your brother moved it all out now, right? Yeah, it's all gone. <laughs> yeah, but, that's fine. I mean, uh, I I finally have a good bass. So. Really, you don't? Yeah, have I have, that, uh, I have an I have an ESP B series five string. I don't have. I still have the hell bass. Uh, I'll show you after we're done recording. <laughs> there, it's all right here. And you have a guitar now too. I thought. Right. I do, I do. I have. Oh, I had two. I sold one uh, to an old friend of mine. Uh, she wanted one, but the one that I currently have is an ESPN ten. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love jamming with people. Hundred percent. Like, jam. If jamming uh, turns into like writing music, you know, I'm all for it. You know. But I can write, I can get down a on a funky bass line. Nice. Dude, I'd even be down to. Yeah. Oh, Let's do oh, it. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll just throw a pig squeal in. We'll be we'll be good to go <laughs> then. <laughs> good shit. Uh all right. Uh and then Dylan's new album is out now, everybody. Make sure to go check that out. It is super solid, very alternative. Gotta love it. Um but before we go, we let's get back into the album recommendations. We haven't done this in a minute. So it has been a minute. Yeah. So, uh, Dylan, unless you don't have one prepared yet, uh, would you like to give the audience an album recommendation? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, 
audience of this podcast, Music Corner. I lost the name in there. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Uh, go listen to my man MF Doom. Mm, food is the album. You know he he unfortunately passed away recently, but oh mm-hmm. man, if you want some like like grade A hip hop and rap, MF Doom, that's your man. I will I will vouch for that. I've actually been listening to him a little bit more. Uh, actually, I, on January first, I listened to Mad Villain, Mad Villainy. That's a uh, so good such a great hip-hop album um let's go with you then sebastian what you got for us so for me i do have a band slash uh ep recommendation it's all the same thing um it is dealer's soul burn i've been listening to dealer a lot lately because i absolutely love the bass tone because it just it's so like crunchy and it just it sounds kind of like periphery but with like less tone if that makes sense like it just it's really cool the way they uh it's really cool how they incorporate the bass lines in there because it almost sounds like rage against the machine but in like kind of like a metal core-ish kind of sound um we'll but yeah i that. really yeah i will vouch for that i'm sebastian dealer wow look at you i did not expect Dude, that <laughs> uh, i've been really into the bass work I, I listened to crooked the other day for the first time and i was like holy shit this mm. bass line like it reminded me of um what was it uh bomb track like it reminded me of that one when it's like you know it kind of reminded me of that because i had the like the had the angst in it it had Mm -hmm. like the bite of that kind of like tim cover comfort like bass solo you know and i was gonna say Um, like that that ending breakdown too oh oh yeah i i plan on doing a cover of that one for sure like i i i really like that one solid But, um, but yeah soul burn it has a couple other good ones on there i like grotesque a lot and um i also really like ultima death i think that one just fucking slams and it just makes me want to mosh it just i I just want to go into a mosh pit and just go in the middle and hold my ground dude gotta love it i don't i know i've said this before i don't know if i'm on the podcast but like they were one of the last bands i saw live like at the last show i was at before covid that was like the opening band i was oh so lucky to have seen them that was a great show Oh shit! I didn't even know you saw them. Oh, oh were they yeah. locked? Oh, dude, they were great. Uh, unfortunately, they're not together anymore. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> when he was talking God about damn them, it. what is what I is was up like, with oh. me following bands that end? Dude, I yeah, like I was like just happy that you said the name, but I didn't want to, cr- I didn't want to crush your spirits. But yeah, they they broke up because uh, lead vocalist isn't too uh, good of a person. Let's just put it that oh. way. Okay. Yikes. Big yikes, unfortunately. Still a good EP, though. And, like, I do recommend still listening to that as well. Um, Trent, what do you have for us, though? Um, that's a great question. If you don't, I can so, go to me and then back to you. It's a really good question. I don't know. I'm, I'm always, like, deciding what I want to do because, like, there's so many that I know of. And um, I, I already fucked up my... Uh, the thing I said I was going to do, I was going to go back and listen to like all the episodes just to see what I gave mm-hmm. as like, a groupie. So I could write it down. Um, yeah, I didn't do that. Um, <laughs> but I do have one. Um, it's surprisingly an album that's 
very dear to my heart um, because I don't know. It was just when I was listening to it originally, um, just something. Um, and I, yeah, I don't think I've done this one. Uh, we're going to talk about the nothing by corn. Oh, okay. Um, it was a solid album. Uh, came back 2019. Um, and I don't think we, we didn't listen to it. Did we? We didn't, nah, we didn't that was 2019. That yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it was really good. Um, and I know, I watched a lot of the behind the scenes stuff because uh, that album had a lot of um, personal stuff for Jonathan Davis. Um, and at the time, you know, going through some stuff, it, it hit hard. Um, but the album overall, um, I listened to it a few times. There's some songs that I still, uh, I'm like, I'm still eh with, um, but a few songs eventually grew on me. Starting off at the end begins. It's like, it's a hard hitting intro and then you go right into cold, which is one of the hardest corn songs I've ever heard. Um, and cold is an amazing fucking song. Uh, and then you'll never find me was, I think was it, that was the first single that came out on that album. Uh, and it was really good. And then the rest of the album, uh, idiosyncrasy was probably, yeah, it was probably like my second, third favorite on that. Uh, the ringmaster is a good one. Um, and then harder as well. It's really good. I think, Oh shit. There was one, Oh, can you hear me? That one was really good. Can you hear me? If you ever have the chance, look, uh, the video for that one is like it really puts into perspective like what we're, what world we're living in. Because um, it's uh, I think it's about some hacker or something, and like a f- and cool. like phones and technology. Yeah, the music video is whack, <laughs> and I do recommend uh, if you're gonna listen to Can You Hear Me, watch the video with it as well because it's, Ooh. but yeah, the Nothing by Corn. Good shit. Uh, I don't think I've said this band or even album yet, but I mean, if I have... Dance, it... Gavin, dance. Oh, damn, you got me. No, no, not this time. Uh, no, it's Glassjaw, yeah. uh, Worship and Tribute. Uh, it is a post-hardcore album like Dance, Gavin, Dance, but sounds absolutely nothing like them. They are a very interesting... I think, well, okay, not interesting post-hardcore band. It sounds like any other post-hardcore album, maybe, to some of you, but I think this is, like, one of those, like solid ones just because it's to me like a big influence in the genre because of like the mixture of like that and like even a little bit of new metal and alt metal uh everything about it is just super solid from like the opening track that has like this whole like you know it's 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 in your face kind of thing tip your bartender that opens up with and i know they have a their biggest song on there apes dose mill i'm pretty sure as well as a cosmopolitan blood loss which is whew, that song that song's actually in like this old wrestling game that i played and it was like it wasn't even like a wwe game or anything it was literally like one of those off you know not off brand but just not a part of that like you know like wwe network thing or whatever it was just such a good song and the soundtrack was lit too but um yeah like if you're just looking for some really good post hardcore and just some solid sound that's what i gotta go with worship and tribute by glass jaw but uh yeah that's gonna do it for this episode uh dylan thank you so much for joining us and being a part of this interview yeah can i just uh add one more thing yeah of course don't mind Please All right, so when I uh, when I was like recording and going through this album, like before I like thought it might would be any good at all, you know, I had I had this like dream, this little dream in the back of my mind that it would be good, and 
I'd actually be on this fucking podcast. Are you serious? Really? I'm, I'm dead serious. <laughs> getting like talking with you guys. So thank you getting so much for having me. Oh yeah, but yeah. Yo, dude, dude, yes, yeah. absolutely. Use I mean, the hey, corner, making dreams come true, baby. Right there, you go. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Glad to have you on here. And of course, as always, Sebastian Trent. Thank you for joining. And we will see you guys in the next episode. This has been the Music Corner with 808s, and we are signing off.